Are you thinking about running a virtual half marathon this year? Maybe you're thinking about tackling your first virtual half marathon, or you could be an experienced half marathon veteran looking to get your running fitness back during COVID. Guys, I created a program for you, and I took everything I learned over the last 17 years as a physical therapist and running coach and packaged it together to create an eight-week virtual and in-person training program to help you conquer your fall virtual half marathon. With this program, I will provide you with new concepts and techniques each week that will help build you up in reaching your half marathon goal. As each week passes, you will find your strength and endurance improving, preparing you for everything your 2020 virtual race has in store without injuries along the way. On race day, you will find a new level of confidence in your running ability, being faster and stronger than ever before. The result is going to be accomplishing 13.1 miles during a global pandemic when all in-person races have been canceled. So what you are going to get by signing up is you're going to get your own online training calendar on the Final Surge platform. I will provide you with a virtual plan that I create and you can adapt based upon your schedule and your needs each week. As your running coach, I will provide you with a concept based on your current ability, guide your training each and every week along the way. You will also have weekly communication from myself focusing on different aspects specific to the development in endurance running and the half marathon event. If you are a local, you will also have access to our weekly group runs based on your level, whether you're novice, intermediate, or advanced. They will occur with myself and your group run ambassador, Coach LaToya Felton, every Sunday as we build up those long runs. These will occur on the Farmington Canal Trail in Cheshire. You will also have access to a private Facebook group in which myself and LaToya will provide you with the encouragement and running specific exercises you will need to do to stay healthy during your training so you don't miss a run. So myself, LaToya, and other Healthy Runner community members will also keep you motivated and you will have constant communication and we will answer all race-related questions within our community every step of the way so you can confidently toe the line for your virtual half marathon. All you need to do is go to sparkyourtraining.com forward slash half or text Team Healthy Runner to 203-376-6514. That is 203-376-6514 to meet your fall virtual half marathon goals today. Registration closes soon, so don't delay. Head over to sparkyourtraining.com forward slash half or text Team Healthy Runner to 203-376-6514. Let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running together with our team of healthy runners. There, there he is. is, the man, the myth, the legend. Logan Prismont in the house. What's going yes. on, Logan? Say hi. Hi. We're live, buddy. We're doing this right now. I know you can't hear. You, no, you just sit and listen to mama. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about making things happen. All right. So kids, 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 they're everywhere. Uh, that was my moment of. That was, that was perfect timing. Like, honestly, <laughs> like if, if they couldn't find that any better. No, We're having a live no. interview here. And your son comes on over and hey, that's real life. That's what happens, right? <laughs> he could have asked me for something to eat or drink. He didn't this time. Yeah, that'll, that'll give me 10 minutes.
So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. All right, good evening, everyone. In this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast, we're going to be talking about how do moms do it all and still find time to run. So welcome and thank you for tuning in to another episode. It's Monday, therefore we're adding a little Monday night spark to your week and we are live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group with Coach Latoya Felton today. Welcome Latoya. Hello, hello guys. Happy Monday night. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. So I want to know from our community, do you want to know how you can manage the busy life of being a mom and still finding time for your health and your run? Do you have mom guilt when trying to fit in running with your busy schedule? So in this episode, Latoya is going to share some tips as a busy working mom of active children to help keep you strong and healthy as a runner without feeling guilty. I wanted to talk about this topic for a while now on the podcast because many of the runners that I help in person, as well as many of the runners that I interact with on uh, through our Facebook community, talk about this kind of struggle of juggling it all. And I honestly, as a husband and a father to two daughters, I wonder how my wife does everything that she does mm -hmm. and juggles it all at once. And I know many runners in our community are doing the same thing. So I've known Latoya now, actually Latoya, we are coming up on our one year anniversary soon. Oh, one year. <laughs> do you remember that first time we met? I do as <laughs> a matter of fact, spot, yes, yeah. yes, I do as a matter of fact. I was like, who's this guy? Wait, I know this guy, wait, New Haven, the Royal Jackson Road Race. I know this guy, he's real. In person, I was so excited to put a face with the, with the voice, with the avatar, with the Facebook page. Yeah, no, I totally remember that. And yeah, I won the no, swag so bag. So how could I not? Re you did. I absolutely remember you, that. Yes. You did. So we were at the um, New Haven Road Race uh, last year, Labor Day, 2019, when we actually used to do races in person. Uh, remember those days, guys? It feels like an eternity ago. But we had a, a nice little booth there. We're doing some giveaways. I love, uh, that was a good spot. We were right there at the finish line and I met Latoya in person. Turns out she actually worked out at the gym I go to. So it was like a small world. <laughs> yeah. And we met after that and she's been an active member within our community. And I knew that at some point I was gonna be bringing her on the podcast to help many of you deal with some of the struggles that we do on a daily basis. So without further ado here, LaToya, let's get started with our dynamic warm-up. You know how important a dynamic warm-up is before running. So tell us where are you from and what do you do? <laughs> All right. So I'm LaToya. I'm LaToya Felton, and I am a jack of all trades and a master of none. I'm a mom. I'm a 
25 year sales rep. I'm a personal trainer. I, I run um, the committee chair for Cub Scouts. I have been on many boards. I have been in many volunteer positions, English as a second language. I've been a busy woman, busy, busy, busy woman. So right now, fast forward, I am taking on, in addition to some of those other roles, I already have your local run ambassador. I'm so excited for the Healthy Runner training program. Pick off day number one, Judy. Got my uh, recovery easy pace run in, so I'm excited for that. And this whole eight-week training plan falls right into this perfect conversation with where we're at because if you're not registered, I say you get involved, sign up now because this whole conversation is going to talk about priorities and segueing into that. If you can run five miles right now, base entry level, five miles. I didn't say run the whole thing. I didn't say run it fast. I said just five miles, five. If you can do that, you can complete the 13, the eight week training program to get you to 13.1 miles. That is going to be important. And mom guilt will not even be part of this after this. So sign up and we'll get the mom guilt and priorities and everything ready to rock and roll for this. I'm so excited to be the run ambassador. Nice. No, I am super excited to have you as the run ambassador. And so Latoya, first off, I'm assuming because you are an expert at talking about this topic, are you a mom? Do you have any children? I have two that call me mom and expect a lot from me, my time, my money, a lot of other things. Yes. I am a mother of two. I have a 24 year old daughter who has a nine month old daughter. So I'm a Gigi. I'm a grandma. Ah, I'm a grandmother and I run. That's exciting. Yeah. And I have a nine-year-old little guy, Logan. He keeps me on my toes. And if he was first, Taylor Ann wouldn't be here. So he is the one who really makes makes the calendar important for me because he does a lot and I do a lot. So yeah, I've got two kids and they keep me busy. Yeah. And I think many can relate to that as far as having a lot of activities, right? So like, I know my girls are very busy uh, normally during uh, non-COVID times where it's every single weekend is filled with, you know, whether it's a dance competition, whether it's a volleyball meet, or it was a gymnastics competition. Uh, They keep our calendars full and I'm sure yours is full with Logan and you can relate. And now you have a, a granddaughter, you said? I do my little nice. Leilani Alexa. Awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So you talked a little bit about none of the things you have going on and all the free time that you have <laughs> in your daily <laughs> life. Good one. And, a, good one. <laughs> and I'm sure many of us can relate to this, um, not kind of having free time. And so how do working and non-working moms get rid of that mom guilt? and be able to train regularly? Or what is mom guilt? Mom guilt is a, is a real, real emotional, emotional and, and cerebral feeling and, and emotion. So mom guilt is feeling like I have to take care of everybody else and not myself, put myself last. And when I finally do decide to do something for myself, whether it's a run, paint my nails, go to bed early, who knows? You feel guilty that you should be doing something else or somebody else needs you and it serves no purpose. It really squashes you. It really squashes, it it squashes the real you because those are the things that are important to you, whether it's getting your nails done or getting that run in or maybe just relaxing for a little bit. Those are those, if you don't do those things, you won't rise up and you won't be the real you that you're supposed to be for your family. I, I think when we get rid of mom guilt and we realize we connect the dots backwards. So after we get the run in, after we get that stretch in, we, we ate a good nutritious meal or we got that great night's sleep that some of us are always looking for. We say, hey, I feel good. I am not gonna freak out like I would have because I feel good, I'm a little happier. My, my, my mindset is different. 
And when we realize how good our mindset is, it just like a butterfly, it flaps its wings into everything. You're, you're nicer, getting rid of mom guilt and, and getting to self-care, which is totally not selfish, helps you become a better mother, sister, daughter, wife, auntie, cousin. It helps you become a better grocery store shopper because you're not going to give somebody the side eye and snap at them when they got too close to you with our six foot of social distancing. You know, you handle your things in your life so much better when you get rid of mom guilt and you do the things that help you rise to be the better version of you. Self-care, take care of you. We're in, in, when you're on a plane, I'm sure we've all traveled at some level. On a plane, the stewardess says, should we have a problem? The oxygen masks are gonna drop down. You're a mom, you're a parent, what do you do? Do you put it on little Sally first? Heck no, you put that oxygen mask on you first. Then you put it on Sally because if you don't take care of you, who's gonna take care of Sally? She's got her oxygen mask on and now mom's down. Mom can't help her, but Sally's there alone. And that's not fair to little Sally. So take care of you. Put your own oxygen mask on first. Get the run in. Take the Epsom salt bath that you need to do for your recovery. Really important. 20 minutes makes a big difference. Recovery, mind, mood. We all want to be alone sometimes. So get rid of that mom guilt and, and some self-care and you'll feel like a new woman. And it really helps your entire mindset and being. It does. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Why do you think there are so many moms who struggle with that, right? Is it, I've noticed, I've noticed that in, in my home since my daughters were born. And I think, is it a maternal instinct? Because obviously, I don't know if it's the whole pregnancy, right? You're going through like nine months of literally carrying a human being and, you know, giving this life, like the great uh, miracle of life. Why do you think so many struggle with that? Sometimes it's, it's just that nobody can do it like mama can do it. Mama's going to make your breakfast just so. Mama's going to pour your box of cereal just right. You can pour your own box of cereal when mama goes out for a run. It'll be fine. Uh, you know, we want to be there. We, we want to see you kick the soccer ball. We want to make sure you have nicely pressed and folded laundry waiting for you. We want you to have a clean bathroom. We want you to have your book bag ready to go because we know it makes you happy as, the, as a child. We want the best for our kids. And we can give the best to our kids by giving less in other places. And we take from those other places, we take from us. And eventually there's not enough of us left and we snap and we pour the cereal in the morning and we're cranky about pouring that bowl of cereal because we really should have been out running or getting that extra stretch in. Or we bring the laundry upstairs and we throw the basket down and we're frustrated. Now it's sitting there and it's wrinkled and nobody took the time to fold it. You know, it makes a huge difference um, when we can let that perfection go that that why do moms moms want to see our kids succeed? We want to see them happy and healthy, healthy and have everything we need. But if we don't give to us ourselves to give us happiness and healthiness, how can we portray that? We have to lead by example and show them what it's supposed to be like. I think that's important. No, I think that's a great point And just role modeling. Right. And being that role model for your child. And then I would even say, you know, even I think even daughters, right? Like I just think about that when, you know, for those that have daughters, when they're going to be a mom, right? And just thinking about how, what kind of role model do you want to be for them? And I thought you brought up a good point about kind of filling your cup. And if your cup is not full or filled or satisfied, then how are you going to be able to serve 
and be there for your children. And I, I like how you kind of mentioned about, you know, snapping. I think we've all been there before, right? When you're just, I, I know, hey, I've been yes. there as a dad before when I've been sleep deprived and stressed and overworked and I've kind of snapped. And that for me, running is my outlet. And I think I actually just uh, posted that last week it was like literally a three or four day stretch that I didn't run and that like never happens. And I just felt so amazing after and, you know, just felt so much better. So I just think about a lot of the moms and, you know, definitely the focus of tonight is about moms because I feel at least from my anecdotal experience in working with a lot of moms over many years, I find that moms tend to, for some reason, whether it's maternal or what have you, really over, over deliver and sometimes forget to take care of themselves. And I'm always encouraging them to, it's okay to take care of yourself. And it's important to think about the things that are going to kind of fill your cup. So then you can be there for your kids. So, you know, obviously this can happen to dads as well. And there are a lot of dads out there who, so some of this information can definitely be pertinent for dads as well. But I find at least in a lot of the runners I work with that uh, most of it is um, occurs with mom. So, so Latoya, I know you talked about mom guilt and what it is and why it can be a problem, but with everything that we're juggling, especially moms of juggling, you know, we went through this whole online <laughs> learning during COVID and things are about to really get crazier in the next couple of weeks, whether or not your children are doing online schooling and they're working from home as you're working from home or they're doing hybrid and you're picking them up like three days out of the week or two days, whatever, or they're in school and now things are busier because you're doing drop-offs, pickups, and you're doing all that. So things are about to get even more chaotic in these next couple of weeks as kids do go back to school um, in some form or fashion. So how do we prioritize what is most important in our lives as a mom? I think prioritizing what's important for now. I mean, we always, we have to think in cycles, large cycles, small cycles, what's going to work for us now. It's a priority for us to get our runs in it's a priority for us to get our kids to school. It's a priority for us to get them to get their schoolwork done. So is it a priority to get the laundry folded right away? Is it a priority to, to wipe down that bathroom every night? Probably not. You'll sleep fine and it'll still be there in the morning. Trust me. So priorities are important. You have to figure out, all right, my time to shine will, will happen, whether it's in a large capacity or a small capacity, but I, I prioritize just like I prioritize doctor's appointments, I wouldn't just skip out on my, my son's doctor's appointment just because I didn't feel like it or I was tired. I'd make sure that happens. So I'm going to make me a priority within that whole planning. And, and I plan a lot. <laughs> and, and, and some people are a little more spontaneous, but I think a little bit of structure can still be flexible and we have to be flexible. I mean, Bruce Lee says, be like water. I have to remind myself, be like water. Be like water, just flow. You go up, you go down, you crash, you're gentle. Just get it together and, and keep it moving. So my calendar helps me prioritize. So I look at it as a weekly thing. And with this eight-week training plan, I got this down because I know Sunday night what I'm doing for my doctor's appointments. I know I've got to get my run in. I've got to get this in. So I move my calendar around. I also know that he's got to get to school or he's got to get to karate three times a week. He's got to get to 
Um, Cub Scouts, I, I still have to plan Cub Scouts. I really think prioritizing on a calendar makes a huge, huge difference to, to helping us see what's important. There, there he is, is, the man, the myth, the legend. Logan Prisman in the what's house. What's going yes. on, Logan? <laughs> Say hi. Hi. We're live, buddy. We're doing this right now. <laughs> I know you can't hear. You, no, you just sit and listen to mom while we're going to talk. We're going to talk about making things happen. All right. So kids, 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 they're everywhere. Uh, that was my moment of. That was perfect timing. Like, honestly, <laughs> like if, if they couldn't plan that any better. Well, we're having a live interview here and your son comes on over and hey, that's real life. That's what happens, right? <laughs> he could have asked me for something to eat or drink. He didn't this time. Yeah, that'll, that'll give me 10 minutes. Um, so back to prioritizing. If we don't prioritize what's important to us and it won't get done. The doctor's appointment's gonna happen. Your run, it needs to happen. And at what capacity is up to you? Are we training or are we running? I think it's important to prioritize and, and here's how we do it. I use a calendar and I prioritize what needs to happen. And then it happens because it's on the calendar. And if I have to move it over from one day to the next, I do that and I don't beat myself up. So here's something that I, I would like whether you're visual or not, I'm a visual person. I have a calendar and every day I run a workout, I put a little green circle or a star or a heart, something, you know, who doesn't like a golden sticker, golden star. And I put it on my calendar and I look and I say, all right, I've got five green dots this week. Not a big deal if I had to miss this, this one workout because I did five out of seven days, I'm okay. Because I had to prioritize an emergency that happened or a life that happened or you couldn't get there and it's okay. I just, the calendar helps me come back and say, you are pretty good. Five workouts this week and you did the laundry. That's great. It really just makes me come back to Latoya. You worked out 25 days out of 30 in a month. You got it. You're okay. And when I don't have so many days on the calendar, it also helps me say, Hey, things are getting a little crazy in life. No wonder I snapped at him. What's going on? I haven't been getting, I haven't been taking care of me. And then I can bounce back and say, okay, let's get back at it. And it really helps me. It makes my brain focus a little better when I can say, hey, I am doing pretty well. Let's have another attaboy. Let's do it again. And when things are bad, I say, what is going on? Regroup and get back on the bus. And that doesn't mean just with runs. It means in, in life as well. It doesn't have to be um, an all or nothing. It doesn't. Now, how do, you, how do you regroup? What does that entail? Are you kind of making lists or do you, how does that, what does that process look like? So when I, when I have to regroup, I say, hmm, I just was flying by the seat of my pants and I didn't cook dinner three nights in a row. Well, you didn't cook dinner three nights in a row because you didn't think about what you were going to eat this week. You, you have to plan. We're moms. We're busy. We're going in six different directions. And when you forget to take out dinner, sometimes it, it changes your whole thing and it just can spiral down. But I can regroup and say, okay, here's my list. Here's what we're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And it's just a reframe of the mind in it. We have so many thoughts. You know, I heard that uh, there's a book I read a long time ago. Women are like spaghetti and men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti, cooked spaghetti, because you put all those strands in a bowl and that one strand of pasta can touch 10 other strands. And those are our thoughts. Those are the things we have to do, want to do, need to do, should do. The shoulds are the worst, but they're all together. And men tend to be a little more like waffles. They're compartmentalized. You can just check things off a little Here's my watching TV box. Here's my go to work box. Here's my hanging out at the gym box. It's totally different. It's easy for us to get lost with all that spaghetti. 
all those strands touching each other. So lists help us organize things, me anyway, personally. And then I can jump back on the horse and be focused and feel better. Wow, I felt like, like you were just describing me as the waffle right there. I think that was oh, a great Oh, my depiction. friend. <laughs> you are of the male persuasion. Yes, yes, it would be a waffle. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never heard that before, but I think that was a great description of mm -hmm. the uh, the battle of the sexes, if you will. Um, <laughs> that was great. No, I, I wow, that was that was really good. Um, so <laughs> that was an interesting way. Um, so for those that look at you from the outside, because I've seen some of your motivational posts on Facebook and Instagram, and it seems like you have it all together. So, you know, <laughs> smoke and mirrors, my friend, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> so how, how do you do it? What's, what's your secret? So my, my secret is consistency. Just like with anything else, whether it's running or I have to be consistent, consistent with my lists, consistent with getting up to get the run in. Because once I do that, I want to do it again. And I know that I'm chasing that feeling of accomplishment. I did the two things on my list. I did the three things on my list. And, and I could smile in those selfies and say, felt good running forever because I know I did what I needed to do for me, whether it was a little three mile run or if it was a 10 mile run. I did it for me and now I can feel better and do for everyone else. That really makes a huge difference. If I didn't do it for me, everybody would know, trust me. I think we've all been there. Uh, there's a, a meme or a sticker out there. There's no telling what mom's gonna be like today. She didn't get her run in. So when I get my runs in, big, small, I can safely smile and put that selfie up there, feeling good knowing I can handle whatever else is happening. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Consistency is key. That's definitely one of my mottos as well. And I think it's important for running as well as anything in life and just making habits. And for me, it's always been about being consistent, going to the gym. And then it became running nine years ago. And that's been um, consistent. And I noticed that in many of the runners that I work with, and unfortunately, those that do um, get some aches and pains and or get those overuse injuries such as Achilles pain. I just talked to someone today. Um, it's usually as a result of not being consistent. So consistency, I think, is is something that can help in all facets of life. Guys, if you have any questions about the Team Healthy Runner Half Marathon Training Program, I want to take this opportunity to allow you guys who are listening to this on live or if you're listening to this on the replay, to ask us any questions about the program. But I think what I'll do is I will, I will share some of the questions, the commonly asked questions, frequently asked questions that I've gotten this past week since uh, talking about the program. And then we will kind of put a little recap and a little bow tie on tonight's episode. And so one of the things that I've gotten um, asked is how long do I need to be able to run? or how many miles should I run in order to do the program? So right now, as far as the half marathon training program is concerned, you definitely should be able to run five miles. So if you can run five miles, then you can train for a half marathon in a safe manner, all right? That's not to say, so I have had a couple of requests that there are some folks who are asking about if 
their goal is not a half marathon. They really, their goal is to maybe run six miles total, but they're just looking for some accountability. They're looking for the community that we have and, or they're looking for the group runs. Um, could they get in the program? The answer is yes. So initially I was just going to keep it as a half marathon program, but if you are wanting to get in, so I do um, help runners on an individual basis with some individualized coaching, and that's a little different service than this. This is a more of a team-based approach, hence the name Team Healthy Runner, and it's to kind of bring us together and just keep us moving forward. And I will make some adjustments and customize it for you if you want to run a 10K, let's say, or even a 5K. So I will um, do that for you. The other thing is I've gotten some questions is, do I need to be local? So if you are out of state, I know there are many people listening to the podcast out of state and you're interested in getting in our community to get that accountability piece. Um, yes, you can join the program. Obviously, if you're local, you have the added benefit of getting group runs on Sundays. So then you can join LaToya and I for some group runs to kind of help you be accountable um, for your, for those runs. And, you know, the other thing was, if you're not able to do the group runs, can you just join the Facebook community for the motivation aspect, the accountability, and maybe you have your own running plan. So I've had a couple of those questions. So maybe you already work with a running coach. Maybe you have a specific plan you've been doing now for a couple of weeks and you want to see that through and you're not interested in the custom plan that I will design for you and have on the final surge app. So you can have a little slick app and be able to check out what you need to do on that day to run. Maybe you have your own plan, but you just want to get in our community and or you want to join our, our group runs. So can you get in the program? Yes. The answer is yes. So I want to keep this as flexible as possible. I don't want it to be a, a rigid, rigid program. I tried my best to identify what the program entails. However, I want to be able to help as many of you as possible, especially during these challenging times. Many of the runners that we have in here right now are what I would like to say coming back into running. Uh, maybe it's been hard with COVID and now they're just getting back into it. They really haven't run since the spring when everything went down and everything shut down. So they're getting back into it or they've been running for the last month or so and they're really looking to take their running to the next level. So as the majority of folks in there, however, we do have some that have been training hard and they are doing tempo runs. They're doing speed work and I've designed some challenging workouts. I was up late last night doing that um, for those folks. So we have kind of the run in the gamut. The, the best part about it and what I love about our healthy runner community is that those folks who are running seven, eight, nine minute miles and they're going pretty fast, they are humble as all can be. And we have a lot of those healthy runner ambassadors in our program. So I'm really looking forward to this. We just literally today is kind of day one. So the other question I've been getting is, is it too late to sign up? because I did set a deadline uh, yesterday. So it is not too late. So I'm gonna leave registration open for this week so you can get in. If you're local, obviously, if you can get in before Sunday and join us for our live group run at the Farmington Canal here in Cheshire, Connecticut, then um, that would be fantastic to be able to see you guys and keep you accountable. Any other things that I may have forgot to mention, LaToya, 
that you can add into what this program will entail or for what you see the benefits from runners that you've worked with. So Latoya has done a lot of group runs with friends just locally, honestly, and kind of coach some people here and there. And I know you've seen the benefit in, in kind of doing it as a group, right? And a team. And what are some of those benefits you found? So what I love about group running is your race, your pace, you run, and we're all in there together. We're all getting sweaty. We're all going to breathe heavy. We're all going to get tired, but we're all doing it together. So you seem to feed off of each other. Well, I'm not going to stop because she's not stopping or I'm going to stay strong so she can stay strong. So he can stay strong. And it's just nice to know that somebody's 10 feet ahead of you, 20 feet ahead of you, you can see them bouncing up and down running and you are chasing after them. It will say somebody's 10 or 20 feet looking up to you chasing after you. And it, it just feels good to come together at the end and say, whoa, we did it. We did it at, at, at our own level, but we all collectively did it. And who doesn't like a little bit of camaraderie, some high fives some attaboys, some, no, I'll see you Sunday. Yeah, I'll be there Sunday because guess what? You weren't really coming Sunday. You just thought about it, but you told somebody else. So you made that verbal contract and that accountability for a group run is so, so intense. You would, you'll get to where you need to get no matter what, but you'll get there with a little more ease and a little more of a smile on your face. You know, when you saw somebody else that was sucking it up for, for six miles or two miles or hot and sweaty all together, it makes a difference. And that's what I love about the group run. You, you just you do it together. Teamwork. It takes a village. It takes a village to to plan the schedule to get your kids taken care of so you can get to the group run. So it takes a village to get you to the end of that, that race. So take advantage of your village. Use us, use us all. Absolutely. And that, that was one of the, the best things I loved about. So for those that don't know, we did do a virtual race series um, over in, in July, June, July, kind of finishing up as Connecticut things started to reopen down or up here, wherever you're from. Um, we did a virtual 5k, 10k, then the half marathon that we did, we did it as a group run in Cheshire on the Farmington canal. Um, and it was just amazing to have others cheering us on. And it was just amazing. Even right. The last person that came, she, you know, she was worried that, you know, I'm going to have to walk the rest. And we're like, that's totally fine. We're going to be here for you. Like we were there, we were there for her. We ran out and we helped you know, people run in and just being there for each other, especially during this time, I think is, is what we love about the running community and what we've honestly all missed, right. Without having races going on is just seeing other runners doing what you're doing, like going out there and just having a hard effort, just doing something that the average American or person for that matter is not doing right. And it's just something that I think kind of brings us together. And so right now in Connecticut, our positivity numbers are extremely low. They're like 1%. So we're doing socially distant on the Farmington Canal line just to get that motivation. Accountability piece, I think is so important. And I just love our community um, within our Healthy Runner community. And you guys have been super supportive. So again, if you guys are looking forward to kind of getting back on track and we're running the virtual Hartford um, series. So we're going to do that half marathon that weekend um, on October 11th in Cheshire on the Farmington canal. So if you want to join us and join us for some group runs to keep you accountable, um, I will post a link to the program again within this um, 
this video here on Facebook and as well as drop the links on the podcast. I would love to have you join us so we can keep you motivated and moving forward. So Latoya, let's get into, oh, sorry. Let me, let me address the question. We got a question here. Um, so is there a Sunday run this coming Sunday? Gene asked, yes, there is Gene. So we are doing a run this Sunday. Some folks will be running six miles this Sunday and some will be starting at eight, um, depending. And I know you will be doing a lot more than that. So we will though, however, be there. So we will be there for you, Gene. Um, so yeah, hopefully you can uh, join us. That'd be great to see you um, in person. And Carol says, how long are the Sunday runs? So yeah, so Carol, it depends upon where I start you on the plan. So some folks, like I said, if they're in kind of what I call my novice um, half marathon training plan, then I'm starting you on six miles this uh, Sunday. For those in the intermediate or advanced programs, they're going to start with eight and then they build up to 10 because most of those people have been kind of doing longer runs right now. Um, so they've probably been doing some eights and tens um, throughout the summer. So they're starting um, with those. So hopefully that addresses your question, Carol. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Gene. So Latoya, let's get into our final stretch. So if you could change one thing about the misconception of running and being a mom, what would that be? The misconception is that there's too many things pushed against you. You have too many excuses, too many barriers. And if we stop thinking about the excuses and think about all the reasons why those excuses aren't valid, you can totally get there. It's just a reframe. It's a mindset. You can validate some excuses, but you can also flip that coin and validate why you can get out there. Even if it's just 20 minutes instead of what you would hope was an hour, as a mom, you can find that time and we don't need big chunks of time. We can do this little by little and it just tends to grow on itself and it manifests into your life. And before you know it, you're a mother runner. You're, you're a mother runner just because you got started one foot, lead by example, lead by example. And, and it's doable. Your level, your time, your pace, your way. It's doable. You can do it. You're a mother runner. Love it. I love it. And as you said that, uh, my, my wife just jumped on here. So I got to give her a shout out. I don't think I ever gave Deb a shout out on the live for jumping on here. So she is a mother runner and she, yes, she is. is killing and juggling 5,000 things and, and honestly taking care of the home front. So thank you for doing that for me oh. as I am very busy, um, recently with a lot of work related things. Um, she definitely holds it down and I like to enjoy our family time definitely on the weekends and now taking some family time on Tuesday evenings. So definitely prioritizing as Latoya talked about before, got to prioritize what's important in our life. So let's get into kind of recapping. Latoya shared a lot of, um, she shared a lot of tips and honestly, what how do we get over or how do you get over as moms getting over that mom guilt? And is it a real thing? And yeah. so we talked about that. We talked about um, prioritizing what's important in your life and in your schedules and kind of filling that cup and taking that time for your runs. And Latoya talked about the importance of actually getting those runs in and prioritizing it. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that you're taking care of yourself because then you can take care of your children 
right? And you're going to be a better person for doing that. And then one of the tools that she shared was the use of her calendar, right? And how important that calendar is at keeping her sane and keeping her on track and really prioritizing a lot of the things that she does. Um, so thank you for sharing uh, those tips with us, Latoya. So for some of the, some folks who might have some follow-up questions, or maybe they're not following you on social media and they want to get some more of your positivity, um, how can folks kind of get in touch with you and reach out to you? So, all right, easy peasy. I am on Instagram, Latoya Felton. I am on Facebook. I'm in the Healthy Runner Group. Look me up. And I would be happy to get in touch with you via text. You can always text me. Here's my number, 860-836-9276. Text me. You have a question. You want to know some more? You have something you want to share that would help me? I would love that. So um, easy peasy. On Instagram, Facebook, text. I'm there. We'll connect. I'd be happy to help you or learn something from you. Thanks. Yeah. So hopefully this episode really kind of made you feel like you're not alone, right? There are many moms out there who are going through the same struggles. And I hope this was helpful for you and some of kind of hearing from Latoya's perspective as a busy working mom, juggling everything that it was helpful. If it was helpful for those on Facebook, hit that like, hit the love button, um, show her some love uh, right down below. And this will just help this honestly show up in more mom's feeds as they open up Facebook later on tonight before they go to bed and they're scrolling, um, hopefully they'll find this and maybe they'll save it and be like, okay, I'm going to listen to this tomorrow. I know a lot of people, it gets a little late here on the East coast and they hit, go to bed and they watch it the next day. So hopefully these tips will help you. And I thank you Latoya for coming on Absolutely. and remember guys, every Monday night within the healthy runner Facebook group, we go live. So keep us in mind on your schedule and on your calendar. Get that calendar on your calendar, 8 p.m., slightly after 8 p.m., let's be honest. Usually I'm like, it's more like tradition. I was joking about it with Latoya before. Um, it's like 8.05, 8.10 by the time we get all set up and Zoom and everything starts to stream. So around 8 o'clock, in between 8 and 8.15, you're going to see me going live uh, within the Healthy Runner Facebook group. So we'd love to have you join and ask your questions live yeah. and help you guys out. And thank you for those who have listened to this on the Healthy Runner podcast or the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Guys, thanks again. Thank you, Latoya, so much. I appreciate your time tonight. Absolutely. This was fun. Thank you. All right, guys. So remember, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time. Bye, guys. Happy night. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, much of what you heard on this episode is delivered live within our Healthy Runner free Facebook group. So head over to there to request to join our community in which you will have access to the video version of this episode and so many bonus features, including blog article references and YouTube video links, as well as me answering your specific running related questions. Also, we are closing in on 50 reviews on iTunes, which I am super pumped about given we're only six months into this podcast journey together. So to help me get there, the first thing you need to do is you have to subscribe to the sucker, whether it is Apple iTunes that you're listening to this or whatever platform you are on. The next thing is make sure you leave a review. I love to hear what you have to say and I read all of them and it means a lot to me. 
The last thing, guys, is take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it on your stories on Instagram and tag me. That's at SparkYourTraining. If you do this, I will repost it so you'll get a bump, I'll get a bump, and most importantly, we will share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them be healthy and stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. Let's try and get to 50 reviews on the podcast. Thanks for listening.